What's happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Excessive Podcast. I'm Aiden, and today I'm joined by Biz. What's up? And John. Hello. Today we have another very special guest, Rich Zeller. He's the CEO of Garden State Hip Hop Hour and the head of media at Sloppy Vinyl. What's going on, Rich? You know what I'm saying? I'm just chilling. I'm out here in Brooklyn. I'm excited to be talking to you guys because you guys are the best. Oh, I appreciate about, that. About time, man. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah we, everything, everything I do is me chasing you guys. I'm trying to catch up. You guys are moving. <laughs> we, we, well, we finally like f- had the time, man. Like We've been, we've been yeah, running Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You guys are way too popping now. I can't even get, I can't even get a reaction. Like, y'all, nah. y'all are the podcast standing in Jersey. All of us are just trying to catch up to y'all. <laughs> we always got time for you, Rich. Don't, yeah, don't worry, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> so we had Jamez on the uh, the podcast not too long ago. We popped out mm-hmm. at his concert. How did your relationship with Jamez start? Um, um, so we were at an orgy, and um, we were just both hitting the same girl, and we're like, what's good? Let's be friends. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be wild, though, right? <laughs> I really thought he was. But nah, 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 nah. Well, that's um, almost as wild yeah. as like when Jama's got on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he told me that you guys had a sex party. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, nah, we met, um, we met at this event at Dolby, Dolby something. It was like in New York City for the first time. And then, like, a year later, uh, my boy Marco had me this place called a syndicate. And I was hanging out with him and my boy Josh. And then they're like, oh, this guy, John Mez is coming up here. So then John Mez came up. I was like, oh, we met last year. And we kind of dapped it up. It was cool. That night, we actually went to, a um, like, a Justin Love listening party in the city. We were supposed to, I think, go to an Audio Mac event, but it was, like, packed out. So we go to the Justin Love listening party. We vibe out. And then maybe, like, like another year later... He hits me up and like you know saying buy me a sloppy vinyl and just from there just you know just like that. Damn word. word. So it wasn't the orgy. Well, that would be an amazing story. <laughs> that'd, be cool. that'd, that'd be way cooler. Cool. Yeah. So so you're that you're the head of media over at Sloppy Vinyl, right? How, yeah. How'd you how'd you get started with that? And how's that experience been being like in charge of like the whole media for for that company? Um, just like it was slowly since like when I first got there, you know, say I was doing the podcasting over there and then I just took the initiative and started doing more things, connecting them with more media outlets, helping the artists there get on more media platforms. So it just kind of like developed over time. And then we just sat down and just locked it in, honestly. So, you know, super cool. It's super busy. It takes up a lot of my time. Um, I've had to kind of like, you know, put some of my own personal stuff to the side, but I feel like this is like just way more rewarding because I like seeing other people, you know, succeed and, uh, Get to where they need to be so to me that's way more enjoyable so it really was an issue for me to put you know the garden hip hop hour and my stuff to the side even though it wasn't asked me it's just a lot of times i find this to be my focus and what i'm really more interested in you know yeah you have a passion for it yeah 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 so honestly like podcasting all that way was a way for me to get to where i am now to me so yeah you like, you like talking to people i mean like every time we see you you're, we're always like talking for, you know what's like, crazy is i hate talking to people <laughs> oh, maybe it's just us then <laughs> you guys <laughs> what's it called how long have you been at a uh, sloppy vinyl um was it only since like no oh, october november oh really oh, really wow so yeah yeah it was a more recent thing it just you know it just kind of clicked between me and you know the people there so it was just a good relationship from the beginning and it just you know, some things are really just meant to be, and you just really find your place, and it just felt like the place I was supposed to be. I was welcomed, I welcomed them, and we all just really worked well together, so. so it was just a good vibe, so yeah. that's really what the world's about, just being happy where you're at, so I found myself enjoying myself there, being happy, and not wanting to leave, so I was like, okay. That's important, you know, it doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't even feel like work at times, right? 
Yeah, yeah. So I wake up in the morning, like, around, like, 8 a.m. You know, I sleep in, so 8 a.m., very late. You know, I wake up late. Um, you know, I'll shower. I'll do the things around the house I need to take care of, chores, whatever the case may be. And then I rush over to the studio. So I'm usually at the studio about, like, 10 a.m. Because um, about 45 minutes from my house. And then I don't leave until I know I'm going to go home and fall asleep. Like, when I find myself, like, trying to keep myself up, I'm like, all right, now it's time to go. So literally from the moment I'm up to the moment I go home, sloppy vinyl. Damn, grinding. Big grind. What's your what's your what's your favorite what's your favorite part about the job? Like what's like the one like little perk that you didn't realize you'd get? Oh, getting to hang out with Law. She's like one of the you know <laughs> top artists there. You're know saying amazing artist. Her new song controller's out right now. Over still popping. But how much more can I you know, say ask for than I get to hang around this amazing? But you like hanging out with Law more than Dumbass. <laughs> anyway, so amazing creative artist all the time. Wow. <laughs> but you know, I'm like. <laughs> But, you know, so, nah, I just the fun part is literally, like, the energy of all the people in there. Everyone's a little bit different. Everyone's narrative's a little bit different. Everyone's, you know, character's a little bit different. So, you get a mix of so many different things and even styles of music. And you're just literally surrounded by creative energy all day coming from different aspects, whether it's artists, graphic designers, videographers, you know, marketers, um, uh, airbrushing, you know, like, anything you can think of, you know? Yeah, you get a little taste of, like, everything. I forget the question, but whatever... The, Whatever the question was, the answer was getting to hang out with Law. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there like a story um that you have that like uh unlike how you got into this business? Uh yeah, so um I just woke up one day and decided to do it. Really? Real? Not that ass. So I, at the time I was still going to school. I was working in Congress. I was actually at the House of Representatives, uh Congressman Bill Pascro's office in Patterson. I worked at the district office. And I was just chilling there, and then the next day I woke up, and I was like, well, I'm going to do something else now. Yo, so wait, 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 you working for fucking Congress? What the fuck? Wait, what were you, what were you doing, like, with that? Like, um, just, you know, just pretty much just kind of like office work, really, just learning the ins out, because at the time, I wanted to work in government, because my goal was to, you know, uh, work with veterans and help veterans, because I'm a veteran myself, so I figured I might as well just learn how the government works. So, respect, thank you for I your service, out. man. Yeah, so like, anything in life where I want to do it, I just go do it. One time I wanted to work at a shoe store, so I worked at Champ. One, one time, you know, like, whatever it is I want to do, I want to do music, I started doing this. I wanted to work in government, I did that. Like, I wanted to join the Army, I woke up the next day, I signed up for the Army. So, anything in life I want to do, I just go do it. Because otherwise, it won't be able to escape my head. So, even if I want to do something, even if I just try for five minutes, I'm like, yo, this was stupid as hell. Like, this is not fun or this is not what I really want to do. At least I got to try it. And I always find a way to do whatever I want to do, you know? That's important. Like, like, this is my life. I control it. The laws are my laws. Well, not that law, but my law is my law. My world is my world. You know? So I feel like I control my world. So whatever I want to do, I'm going to do. You're living how you want to live. Yes. Oh, so back to your question. So, yeah, I woke up and I decided to, I wanted to do the music industry. So I was like, okay, what's the fastest way? What's the easiest way to get in rooms? What's the easiest way to make myself important or make myself needed and not just feel like I'm lingering or just the ways I could finesse where I need, needed to be? I was like, oh, let me just start doing interviews. Everyone always needs interviews. You can yeah. always just say I'm a guy that does interviews. So I just started doing interviews. And that's how I got everywhere I needs to be. Every room, connections, networks. Because whether you're talking about an independent artist, whether you're talking about a label, whether you're talking whoever. Everyone needs an interview. Everyone needs media. Everyone needs content. So, so I did. What? Damn, dude, that's an amazing story. I just learned so much about you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I didn't even like, like know three that. Three minutes. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't even know. 
Damn, yeah, like whatever respect. you want to do in life, you just gotta figure out like the best way to do it. And for me, I'm really good at figuring out where I need to be, how to make it look, and just talk my way into wherever I want. Word. Like the orange I met John Mez at. <laughs> I had to convince the guy at the door to let me in because he's like, "You don't look like you're supposed to be here." And I was like, "Well, I don't know. <laughs> maybe I am. Maybe, maybe I'm not." <laughs> yeah, you know. But um, I mean, yeah, you have your you have your roots in Jersey and and all, but like. With all this traction you've been getting, you know, have have you ever considered like going like out to LA? Because like a lot of people, you know, try to make like that jump at a point. And I noticed like you're still here in Jersey. So what 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 about Jersey keeps you like staying and like within like this you know the tri-state area really? Because I lived all over. I lived in Virginia. I lived in Texas. I lived in Pennsylvania. I lived in uh, South Carolina, and I always kept thinking about Jersey. It's like all these places are cool. LA, right? That's all cool. California is cool. So I do hope to retire in San Diego because it's 72 degrees all year round. Ooh, but, yeah. you know, but I don't know, like, just, like, like they're too slow. Not that they're too slow, but just a different environment. I like the fast-pacedness of it. I like the, the go, 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 you know? Yeah. Like, and you're not going to find that anywhere else. Like, when I lived in the South, when you go, I hear about L.A., like, everything's slowed down, you know? Like, that's not for me. Like, I'm constantly on the go, and I move fast. Like, I lose a lot of relationships. I lose a lot of things because, like, I just keep moving, and people can't always keep up. And it's not that I mean to leave people behind or I mean to do something with an idea. Just I'm just always on go, like, all the time, you know? So yeah. it's like, I don't got time to wait for people. I don't got time to go. It's not that I think anything's wrong or bad or whatever the case may be. It's just I don't got – I don't like to wait. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't got Same. time to wait. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is crazy to me. Like, if I think of something, I want to do it right now. If it doesn't come out good, I'd rather – it's like, um, I think Jeff Bezos, maybe it's the same way. Like, the idea is cool. The planning is cool. But who gives a fuck? Just do it. You're going to gain really from the experience. Because even within the failure, I don't know how to do it next time. Exactly. But if you keep planning or I keep planning, it might never get done. Or it's just, I'm going to overthink it, you know, because I'm an overthinker. So yeah. I just got to do and go. So why am I still here is because this is the place to be, to always be on the go. Let's not worry about all this fucking traffic, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's the one thing in Jersey, fucking traffic. <laughs> Well, you're in Brooklyn, yeah, but New York traffic too. We had a what's it called? Because uh, we went to the Only Jamez um, and Friends uh, tour. Only Jamez and Friends, you guys, you guys got sing along. Yeah, we did. We did in the what's it called? We did Spencer and I did TikTok. Right now, I'm not here. Okay, okay, ready, ready, all together. Rich, you want to join in? Yeah. Okay, okay, ready, ready, three, two, one. Only Jamez and Friends. Only Jamez and Friends. Only Jamez and Friends. Stop. I I think I, Matrix, you know, Matrix and John Mez definitely, you know, put that together really well. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, but that's the only thing about Savi Barno, and that's about being on the go. We came up with the idea, and we did it right there. I know? really fuck with the event and like the whole concept. Like when when we were like trying to figure out how to get there and everything, we just looked up the place and we were like, oh, it's it's an apartment, and we were like. <laughs> That's that's interesting. You've never been like at a like at a thing like that. And we get there, and it's just like the way you guys had like the whole like basement set up with like the whole DJ up nah, in the it's front like a lot of people in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I thought that was like really dope. And like um, what was what was her name again that that hosted it? John Mez? No, the no, other you're talking lady. About the lady who owns the apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, it starts with an ass. It's slipping my mind right now. I, I forget, but um, I'm gonna figure it out and I'll put it in the description because <laughs> shout out yeah, to I her. Yeah, I got it somewhere. Yeah, but. I thought the whole concept was cool that, like, you know, that you guys get, like, all these different artists that are coming up, and instead of, like, you know, trying to make, like, this huge, like, chaotic thing out of it, you guys are just trying to have a whole show, like, a whole showcase out of it, and you're trying to, you know, you know, show the talent while also having, you know, like, kind of, like, house party vibes at the same time, where it's not super intense, not everyone's getting, like, super, you know, everyone was just chilling, doing their own thing, 
And then once like the but artist, also it's not like a showcase because like it wasn't like people came and left after they went. Yeah, it's like these people all that performed are friends. Like we know these people. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're yeah. all part of a system. That's why it's called only John Mez and friends. Yeah, and it was like just a whole like good like atmosphere. You know, like yeah, yeah facts. I would. I, what's it called? It was. It was definitely. Um, I would say it's a completely different experience than what we've done like event wise no, yeah, really cool. yeah, yeah. I, I, I had a lot of fun there. i also like the whole concept of it it's yeah. like you know what I, like like what's it called when i mean concept i mean like um the experience i think is the word i was looking for the experience is very different it's like yeah, yeah the experience, it everyone the was branding. just chilling yeah it's amazing you know, no but so listen cool. listen listen real quick listen yo at the next one well i don't know when this interview drives but anyway so this next one we're gonna have there's gonna be a guy in a hot dog costume hosting the whole event. It's called the Golden Glizzy. <laughs> Are you serious? Dead ass. Golden, like, Golden Glizzy. He's gonna be the host of all the events going for. This guy's wearing a, a hot dog costume. He's gonna be introducing people. He's gonna be the host of the show. What, Golden Glizzy. When's uh? When's you guys the... got it first. The exclusive Golden Glizzy drop. <laughs> when, when's the event? You guys... Uh, the the twenty ninth Thursday. Oh word, oh, word. Yeah, so it's close. Word. Wow, uh, you guys don't even be looking because I be posting flyers, bro. I thought we were cool. <laughs> oh my, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, I should have been running around this week. <laughs> no, 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 Rich. I'm sorry. Hey. I'm sorry. <laughs> Rich, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, but also, just 100%. Thank you so much for having us come out that, yeah. uh, that one night. That was really cool. No, definitely, really cool definitely, definitely, but anyway, um, yeah, it kind of leads into the next question. Um, do you um, how long is the tour going on for? How many more like concerts are going on, and how do you think it's Forever. going so far? Just keep going. Forever, till so, so, so we can't breathe no more. It's always gonna be only John Mez and friends. That's the brand. That's gonna be eventually, you know, the plan is to be a festival, outdoor festival. That's why you see each show we're branding it. We got the the, the jingle, the theme song. We got more of them. Uh, everything's presented a certain way. That's the reason we got the hot dog coming because at like a festival carnival, you know, people eat hot dogs. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we we imagine it in the likes of an actual world type event, you know, like a big giant, just like an experience, you know. But you know, we're planning more outdoors, like in the long term. More. That's Word. sick. Yeah. So forever. Damn. <laughs> just. <laughs> um. There's no need to stop. Why would you ever stop? You know. Yeah, true. true. Keep the momentum. Yeah, so I'm... the never-ending concert tour. So, um, uh, you are a manager of two artists now, only Jamez and uh, Ace Mula. What got you into being an uh, artist manager, and how did you uh meet Ace Mula? Because he's, I think, he was the newer one you you have started he's a working producer. with. Oh, he's a producer. Okay. Yeah. So what happened was, you know, I never, I, I never wanted to manage nobody at all because I saw the stresses of it. I, I just ain't got time like to baby someone and all that. that uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I was always focused on myself. You know, when you take on this role, you got to stop thinking about yourself for real. It's like your brand's to the side. But I always had my own, you know? So I was always like really against it. I was getting asked like almost from the beginning, just because away from the beginning, like how I presented myself and made myself of importance from the beginning. I was like, nah, nah, nah. And then I was really trying to manage Laura, but she turned me down. So I was like, Jamez, I guess I can manage you. Oh my God, not true. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. But anyway, so then... um. So yeah, I was really was against it, and then I met Jamez, and then I started working at Sloppy, and I was just like feeling out his vibes, and he, he would kind of mention it here and there, but I was really against it. But after like a few months, like four or five months maybe, like I really was just fucking with his vibe, like his work ethic, like I've never seen anyone work as hard as him. And not only that, but he had the whole Sloppy vinyl behind him, so you know studios, you know crap, any resource you could think he already had. So I was like, okay, cool, it's not gonna be a situation where just an artist just keeps asking for money, you know. Yeah. Or pay for this, pay for that. And at the end of the day, though, it really came down to, like I said, his work ethic. 
and the music. You know, like he doesn't just have microwave music. It's not just fast music. You know, when you listen to it, it's like it's like megastar level. You know, the weekend, Drake, like you know, it's hip hop, it's pop, it's rock. You're saying it's there's so much more to it. Yeah, yeah, he's super well rounded. So I was like, all right, cool, let's do this. It was just like, you know, I already built that trust in him. We built a relationship. So and he had a lot of good people already around him and working with him. So I knew like getting into it was almost like I'd be able to learn as I go. So. I kind of was like, fuck it, yeah, so let's rock out with that. And then with Ace Moolah, um, I knew Ace for like about a year, a year and a half now maybe. But when we started working on the Jack and Drill project together, and then I saw the, the chemistry him and John Mez had together, I was like, this would make sense just for me to approach him and be like, hey, you know, let's like lock in some kind of management situation. Because it made sense. I had the artist, I had a producer that he loved, that the chemistry was already there, that was working on that new sound, that, you know, that Jersey Club Drill sound. And we were work, already working on a project together. And we also built, like, a good relationship. A lot of my decisions are based on the relationship with a person, you know? Because, I don't know, I like to kind of feel like I'm friends with the people I work with. Thanks. Same with the kind of person yeah, I am. And, like, once I'm in, like, I'm in. Like, I'm ready to, like, like die for the person. You know, it's just who I am as a person. So sometimes I got to be careful. But, like, once I'm in, I'm in. So that's why I value it very heavily. And I base it on relationships. So, again, Ace, it was just another relationship. I felt comfortable doing it with him. And... So we locked it in. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, a lot of that was based on the relationship with John Mez and my relationship with him and the sound he was really crafting that I fucked with a lot. And I feel it's going to have a huge impact to be able to take Jersey Club out of Jersey finally, like at a larger scale, because now you're blending it into a more uh, popular sound worldwide, which is the drill sound, you know? Yeah. So, and you guys heard, you guys heard some of the Jack and Drill stuff. What you guys think? I think I it was fire. fire. Yeah. So that band, the, the video right now, Bandman, Kirk. And then um, September, September we don't have the exact date down, but there's gonna be another one called Voices of the Suburbs, which you saw John Mez perform, I believe. Wait, no, he didn't perform at the last one. No. Yeah. But Voices of the Suburbs, which is gonna be a John Mez Ace Moolah single, and then Ace is getting ready to drop a Jack and Drill EP, I believe, in August. Damn. Word. Word. Um. So for those you know of our viewers that didn't see or have checked out uh, Rich's page yet, he's go- he goes around and he FaceTimed, you know bigger celebrities and his most recent one was actually with Blueface and Rich if you don't if you don't mind would you like explain what you know what the phone calls entail and what what you do with that that series like the FaceTime yeah, no, series that's, like, yeah that's that's just a call zoom call usually we just uh, discuss like their latest single and talk about it and in that one you saw he was getting ready for a boxing fight yeah, oh, yeah. who's so the I was actually against? asking when he's the... gonna box Aiden Ross I don't know if you guys watch Aiden Ross but yeah. the contact with him and Blueface and then Aiden Ross was boxing so I was like oh when you gotta box Aiden Ross and he's like oh he's not ready for it and I think <laughs> that, that call we were talking about is single Bobby Billions so okay. usually those calls are like you know they'll present their uh, new music or music video and we'll just like I'll give my opinion on it oh nice word that's word that's, that's pretty yeah, dope yeah so a lot of people like you know Blueface that song's hard too that song Bobby Billions he's doing and then he won the boxing fight so that was cool I got to see him training <laughs> Dude. oh that's that's fucking yeah no I, I, I saw I saw the fight a little bit it's pretty cool. You, know, you saw when the fan ran in afterwards? And yeah. Like, oh, you try to square up with him? <laughs> fucking knock them yeah, out? Yo. But honestly, my favorite was Ruby Rose. Yo, and I, yeah, Ruby Rose was the one, honestly. And then she followed me, too. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she followed me. She, she DM'd me. She liked my picture and commented. I fell in love. Oh, like, damn. <laughs> Rich, got, Rich got a crush on Ruby Rose. I was like, damn, you know, Playboy Cardi. I think she's still dating Playboy Cardi. I'm not sure. I think that's the last one I saw. I'm like, <laughs> Yo, love me some Ruby Rose if she ever sees this like yo Ruby we gotta we gotta talk again 
So um, you're the owner of the the Garden State Hip Hop Hour, which is like your own show. You you know you've been doing for a while. Um, you've been doing mm-hmm. it a lot longer than we've been doing our yeah. podcast. <laughs> you know what what's your setup like, and you know how'd you how'd you get started with the whole hip hop hour idea? Okay, so the Garden State Hip Hop Hour started at King University at the radio station. But when I stepped in there, it was like. It was a radio station, but I never saw a radio station. I saw, like, a TV show. I saw, like, a podcast, like, a visual podcast. So I always set it up with all the cameras. And, like, I never even really cared, like, listen to the live part of it. Because to me, it was more of, like, the radio station was a dope set, you know? Yeah. So I, I did that. Like, again, it goes back to the point where I was saying I woke up and decided what's the best way. And that's how I came with the Garden State Hip Hop Hour. I wanted to just be Garden State Hip Hop, but that had already existed with my boy Ronnie from Asbury Park. And mm-hmm. I actually even brought him up. I hit him up. I was like, yo, my bad. I didn't realize, like, you already had, like, a Garden State Hip Hop. I had an hour. Because I just like to pay respect and, like, you know, acknowledge what other people have going on. Word. So, yeah. So, I just kind of, like, came up with that. And then I saw the setup. So, I started with all the cameras. At first, I was just recording it myself. So, that's why I always tell people, you just got to do shit yourself. Because I, I set up my one camera, my little Sony A6000, whatever it was. And I just started recording myself. Like, my first guest, it was, like, a, it was this guy, Favo, like, a Spanish artist. And all his songs were in Spanish. Like, it was crazy, my first guest. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like the hip-hop hours. But, um, yeah, so I started with him. And then I did that for a few months. And then I found my man, Gene, 2020 Visuals. And then he started recording it for me because I met him when I was uh, I was the um, the broadcaster for all the Kane sports games. Like, you know, volleyball, baseball, field, all of it. And he was, a bit, and he was doing the cameras. So I knew he wanted to get more into videography, so I told him come through, and like me and him have really good chemistry. So uh, he started recording all of them for me. So that went on until like for about a year, and then COVID hit, and obviously you know you start doing it from home because everyone's in the house now. And then when I got to Slavia Vinyl, they like built me my own little uh, setup, which is you know the black wall with the signatures all over it. Yeah. With the table, and at that point, you know, Wave changed to Goat, Wave Goat. He became the videographer for it. So I did that for a while, but now like I'm kind of transitioning out of that, and I have a new person, uh, Romario, who's gonna be taking over, and he starts to you know running the, the the website, running the the page, which is more of a blog page now, um, and doing the interviews. So I'm trying to train the next person because, you know, you can't really progress or keep growing or build something else until you have someone else kind of working on the other stuff you had. Yeah, yeah to take the mantle. Sense. Yeah, exactly. So that's the idea. Like the Garden Hip Hop Hour did exactly what I needed. To do. You know, it got me my foot in the industry. It got me into labels. It got me into a lot of events. It got me into a lot of situations. It got me into a lot of connections and networks that if I was a kid, I wouldn't believe I have and I could talk to these people, you know? Yeah. So it did exactly what it was supposed to, the lifespan of me doing it. And I'll still do it occasionally with, like, more of the bigger artists. But now I'm trying to let Romario kind of take in his direction and allow him to grow it in his, you know, eyes because you got to let shit keep going, you know? Yeah. But you also don't want to lose it. Yeah, yeah, so like you, you hit you hit the end of the road for your for your part in there, but you're ready to just like hand it off, basically. Yeah, exactly. I want to like the move more into like you know, the, the business, the, the management, the executive, um, you know, the media stuff. You know. So. Yeah, worry about like the bigger picture part of it. Yeah, man. So, um, since you're you're here in Jersey, uh, what would you say your favorite part of Jersey is, like, uh, North, Central, or South? I mean, not Central Jersey, of course. That's where I live. Now, uh, that, that, but here's the other thing, because I want to, I want to bring this up. Food. We got the best everything, and just convenient. Uh, no, nah, I mean, I don't really have a fair part of Jersey, honestly. It's kind of like, you know, I live in Central Jersey. I'm in Clifton every day at the studio, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm just kind of all over. Uh, and honestly, like 
I, I feel like I just live in Jersey. I love Jersey, but even when I think about like my formative years of growing up, I really attribute who I am to living like in Virginia, you know? Yeah. So, but my favorite part of Jersey, I guess it would be, you know, I don't, I, I don't really have an answer for that question because, you know, all of Jersey pretty dope. Now, the, the question leading up to that, do you believe that Central Jersey exists? Because I know a lot of people yeah, are like, well, I, yes, of course. like are you of course, sure? Of I, All right, I, I just wondering. In, I live in Middlesex County. It's called Middle for a reason, you know? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. True. Yo, it's National New Jersey Day today. Is it actually? Yeah, it is. Oh, man. Happy so, happy birthday, happy, Jersey. Happy National <laughs> Jersey Day. Yes, yeah, so when, when I think of it, Middlesex County is like Central Jersey. It's right there. Yeah. And like bits and pieces of Monmouth County. Are you on Team Central Jersey? I don't know. I'm going to be honest. Um... I never really saw Central Jersey as, like, I always thought there was just North and South, and I've always just kind of gone with that. So, like, I've never really sat there and been like, ooh, Central Jersey. Like, I, I've never used it in my vocabulary. And then I and then I think it was my girlfriend who was like, Central Jersey exists. And I'm like, no it Central does. Jersey. Yeah, see? There's yes. No Central Jersey. Central Jersey. Central Jersey. Like, every time I'm in Clifton, I'm like, let me get pork roll and cheese. Like, oh, Taylor Ham? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, you say pork roll? But still, like, you know? That's fun. Yeah, it's yeah, nah, Jersey, that, Jersey's yeah. got the... Jersey's just dope in general because we do have, like, the best food. Yeah, no, I, we, I wouldn't we have, we have so much... We got every food. We got, like, the best food Spanish here. food, the best Italian food, the best pizza, the best pork roll, the best sandwiches. You know, whatever food, like, you know, we have everything. I would have to agree on Facts. that. Food is fire Facts. here. <laughs> like, in the central area, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good spots to eat. And we got amazing cool. artists, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's too. That, that's true. We got we. If you take a 30 minute drive through Jersey, you'll go through like I don't know how many different cultures, like at least yeah. like th- maybe 30 different cultures. Yeah, and Jersey's home drive. of excessive TV. Like yeah, I exactly. I, and yeah, yeah. and Garden State Hip Hop Hour. So like, exactly. it's crazy. And sloppy vinyl. <laughs> is it a coincidence? I don't think so. Uh, I don't I, think so. I don't think <laughs> it's not, yo. It's not. I think it's because Jersey's not. So, Rich, for someone who wants to get into this industry, do you have any advice for that um, for for that up and comer that wants to you know hop put their foot into this uh industry? Yeah, j- j- just just do it. Just work. Put your emotions to the side. You know what I'm saying? Just honestly, that's all I can think of. Like just just do it. Like it sounds basic and generic, but I meet so many people who just want to plan, 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 plan. Like just fucking do it. You know what I'm saying? Or so many people who can't get over their own feelings or emotions and let that shit get in the way. You know? At the end of the day, like, nobody cares about how you feel. No one cares about your emotions. Nobody cares about your problems. Like, when you're doing this kind of stuff, like, just do some work and just get to it. Whatever it is you want to do, just fucking do it. Yeah. Only thing, the only thing uh, that... Like, it sounds cold-hearted, but like I said, at the end of the day, a lot of people, like, run into the problem with their feelings, their emotions, their planning. And, I, I mean, I can't knock it if you want to plan, but just in my experience, and what I've learned is you just got to do shit, you know? Yeah, well, people because are Because by your planning, someone else is doing it. Exactly. Like at the end of the day, people don't want to see what you've been planning. They want to see like what you got out and like what you've been yeah, what so. you've been able to do with the time that you have and the resources that you have. Facts. Yeah. Like I don't got this. I don't got that. Like nah. You have a phone in your hand. You can do anything. That's very yeah, that's true. true. That's very true. Like when we started doing this, we didn't have like a table or anything. We had like two folding tables uh, yeah. with a tablecloth over <laughs> it, and like what like two cameras. Yeah. Two cameras. Yeah. And like. Like one and like two, the two lights, and that's it. Dude, it took us so long to get this, this yeah, whole podcast to get to like this point that we're at right now with the, with the table, <laughs> with, yeah, with the so, table. Yeah, just, you know what I'm saying, just do shit and just network, just talk to people. That's for real. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun too. So for anyone that wants to get into this industry, tons of fun. 
It's a lot of fun. Don't lie to people. This is not fun. This is so fun. It's it's work. It's work. This is so fun. It's work. It's a lot of fun. It's work and it's fun. There's stress once in a while, but it's fun. Yeah. That comes with it. That comes with it. It's very it's very fast paced. If if you trip, you fall. Yeah. You just gotta keep. You just gotta get back up. Just get back up and keep going. Just gotta do it. There's a lot of shit I fucked up or did wrong or just whatever. That's whatever. Yeah, it's like um, like what Gary V says is like you gotta like sometimes you gotta love to lose sometimes just to like learn like. Nah, you guys gotta what stop to do to Gary wrong. Motivation, just listen to me, honestly. <laughs> All right, Rich, hit me, hit me, hit me with, hit me with my daily inspiration. Give me, just give me it. something. <laughs> that's Nike, man. Just fucking, just fucking that's, do it. If you that's fucking, fucking Nike. Anything, it's mad motivational. Fucking do it. You know Yo, Rich, I have an idea. All right, just do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll take that. Remember, Rich, that. I've, I've been thinking about this. What do you What do you think? Just do it, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep that actually as a quote now. <laughs> Not from Nike. <laughs> in my head. Not from Don't worry Nike. About what Not from think. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> exactly. <Rich. laughs> you gotta You gotta make that your your uh, your bio now on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just do it. Yeah, just do it. So, but you gotta, you gotta be around me. If you're around me, you'll get the energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Whenever we see you, we get a little bit of the glimpse. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that spark of motivation. Yeah. I would say. I think that's all. Yeah. We've I'm got saying that's, that, that's all I like to do. I like to help people grow. I like to just, you know, just yeah. do what they gotta do, you know? Thanks. Rich, thanks for, for joining us. We're all out of time. Um, is there anything you'd like to say to the audience before we, uh, end Just things fucking out? do it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> nah, okay, so what I want to say is this. Go stream, vlog, new song, controller. Go follow me on Instagram. It's for G. Go listen to Only Jamez Thoughts. Demon's coming out soon. I don't know when this is dropping, but 8.13. But yeah, and then go watch Excessive TV. Yeah, and then go watch yeah. Law's video over it. And then go watch Law's video controller. <laughs> and then watch over it again. And then, no, no, no. But yeah, I do appreciate you guys having me on here. Um, I'm definitely going to tap in with you guys. Uh, I wish it could have been longer, but I'm on the road, so. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. We'll, we'll do it a great, great conversation. Maybe we'll see you guys Thursday if you guys pull up. It's in Bloomfield, so let me know. Yeah, of course. Maybe, oh, yeah. yeah. Word. Yeah, no. word. Right. Thanks again, Rich. Peace. Links will be in the description. Thank well, we got to play Among Us joining. again. <laughs> <laughs> We, well, can, I don't we know. can figure that out. My little nephew be asking all the time because he was in there. He gave the flyer and everything. He was showing me, he sending me the flyer. He's like, remember when we played this? <laughs> if you want to do, if you want to do it again, we'll do it again. We'll get it set up. <laughs> yeah, we gotta do it. We gotta set that up, guys. But all right, man, I gotta hit the road. Um, excessive TV. I appreciate you guys having me on here. Um, go follow me. Go listen to Controller. Peace. Links in the description, guys. Go, go check, check them it out. out. Peace. Back. Peace. Peace.